Hey survivors, it's Angie Atkinson and today at QueenBeing.com I'm going to teach you how to explain a narcissist to your friends and your family for those of them who haven't been through it before. Alright, so let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Oh, by the way, in case this is your first time here, my name is Angie Atkinson and this channel is all about helping you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in your life. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. If that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and consider it one step closer to taking back your life. So a narcissist is someone who seeks constant affirmation. Someone who, despite everything, needs to know <laughs> that they're the center of the world. A narcissist is someone who has no empathy. That's the type of narcissist we're talking about today. A toxic narcissist, all right? A lot of people ask me, how do I explain the narcissist in my life? Whether it's because they go no contact or because they want a friend or a relative or a therapist to understand what they're dealing with, often they don't even know where to begin. When you're affected by the emotional abuse of a toxic relationship with a narcissist, it can be really difficult to explain to people, right? It can make it hard, especially if you've done your best, which I bet you have up to a point, to hide the abuse, the problem, until now. Maybe you didn't even acknowledge that it was abuse. Generally, you don't even tell a lot of people about the abuse that you're suffering, and sometimes you don't even realize that you're actually being abused. And that's kind of because this type of abuse can really sneak up on you. That's what we're talking about. How do you explain a narcissist? Well, let's start with a general or overall explanation. Toxic narcissism is not about simple vanity. A narcissist has no concept of empathy. It's not super scary on the surface, but what happens when a person like that is put into a position of power in your life? Let's talk about how narcissists control victims, okay? A narcissist will expect absolute submission from you, whether or not they say it out loud. And to justify it to you, or even to him or herself, the narcissist will sometimes force you to say you deserve it, to essentially affirm that the abuse itself was warranted, that it's something to which they have a right, or even a duty, even a duty to perform for your own good. Um, for example, if a narcissist husband takes his wife's keys to work, and it's an attempt to keep her from leaving the house, he will say it's because she's not smart or strong or streetwise enough or whatever to leave the house alone. And essentially he will make her feel as though she's not capable of going out alone because she deserves to be stuck there because that's why he took the keys, of course, and that she's depending on the narcissist to get even her most basic needs met. It's nearly the definition of codependent in a nutshell. People won't often believe your diagnosis of a narcissist. So how do you explain why the narcissist doesn't have a psychological diagnosis? Well, to help them understand, you can do this by carefully describing in detail the intense behavior or some action or specific issue that you've had to live with during your time with a narcissist. You can provide examples of things that happened and point out how no mentally healthy person would engage with this behavior or, or this action that you've just described. 
there's clearly a disorder and the disorder overwhelms their lives and intrudes on the lives of other people. If you explain that researchers have noted that narcissists and people affected with narcissistic personality disorder and BPD and a few other things often struggle with self-awareness. There's a fact. What if you don't want to spread your business around or what if you just don't want to talk about it? Well, first of all, you could personally say, look, our personalities just aren't great for each other. And that's that. If that's more comfortable for you, go ahead. Or you could just say something like, you're a toxic combination or something similar. Ultimately, it's entirely up to you. And you can say or do as much or as little as you like based on what your particular situation is, based on who you're talking to. But now you are in control of your life. So you do what feels best to you. You don't allow this to become a personal issue that complicates your life. You're going no contact for a reason, right? And speaking of no contact, how do you explain that one to your friends, coworkers, and your relatives, especially if the narcissist is someone that you considered your family? Well, generally, by the time you've started to realize that there's an issue, you are so deep within the enmeshment of your relationship that you need to reconnect to your social or your, you know, your personal social network, your support network. You often need to explain why you're leaving or in some situations you might need help from people or you might need to explain to mutual friends or family members to help them understand what you're dealing with. Whether it's to get support or to explain why you've gone, a lot of times they don't even realize there's been an issue until you tell them because narcissists are very good at keeping their masks on outside of people who they don't consider their inner circle. Let's put it that way. Because narcissists seem to be happy and easygoing and kind of awesome to people who don't know them very well, these people, even if they're family members, sometimes they don't see that side of this person. And these people, they can't imagine a world in which that poor guy or poor girl could ever be what you claim they are. And that leads to a painful line of questioning sometimes and pressure and maybe even flying monkey behaviors. In either case, your life could get really, really hard. So what do you do when people ask why you have gone no contact with a narcissist? To be honest, you're gonna need two answers. You're gonna need the extended version for people who actually give a crap, and you're gonna need the short and sweet version for people who don't need all the details. So if you haven't already told everyone who really needs to know, you might consider sending out a few letters in, in advance to explain what you're gonna do. Um, and you can use this following FAQ as a guideline for deciding which objections you might get from people and then head them off with a letter, okay? If that's not an option, just use these answers on the fly, okay? All right, so the short answer uh, of what to say when someone asks why you've gone no contact, here it goes. Generally, you don't owe people an explanation. But if they ask, you can just say, you know what, it's a long story and it's better this way. If the person is someone who deserves an answer, such as members of the family or anyone, close friends, things like that, well then you can simply explain that the relationship has always been difficult and that you are no longer able to try to fix it and, and preserve your mental and emotional health at the same time. So don't say anything directly that's bad about the person, the narcissist. Just let 
people know that this isn't a healthy relationship for you at this time. So take personal responsibility in that way. And again, that's if you're talking to people who might deserve an answer. All right. If you have other family members uh, who support your decision to go no contact, ask them ahead of time if they'd be okay with helping you to field questions if they become overwhelming for you. Now we're going to talk about the extended version. This is when you're talking to family and friends to, to whom you want or need to explain why you went no contact with someone. Okay. So here are some frequently asked questions and solid answers to help you start thinking of how you can respond when someone asks you why you've gone no contact with a narcissist. Question number one, why don't you talk to the narcissist anymore? Answer, well, I decided to stop all contact between the narcissist and myself because we've always, for a very long time anyway, had a very difficult relationship. You know, always or for a very long time, depending on your particular situation, okay? I've decided that in order to preserve my own mental and physical health and well-being, I need to stop making these futile efforts. I always tell people to communicate with a narcissist and hoping you'll get through to him or her. It's sort of like banging your head against a brick wall and hoping it'll make your headache go away. It's the opposite of what's going to happen. So, next question. What if I talk to the narcissist for you? You don't want to stay in no contact like forever, do you? The answer Thank you so much for offering. Your support means a lot to me, and I'll let you know if and when I need help. For now, I'd really appreciate it if you would please respect my carefully considered decision. That means, please don't help me try to reconcile. I don't want you to be a go-between, and I don't want you to help us get back together. Question. I imagine not, I can't imagine not wanting to see my husband, my father, my mother, whatever. How can you be so cold? Answer. Please understand that I did not take this decision lightly. It has taken a lot of soul searching and consideration to get here. I've had very substantial reasons for what I've chosen to do, but for the sake of integrity, I'd rather not talk about those things. Just a note to you guys, you can explain as much as you're comfortable with to who you believe, to people that you believe will be able to understand, okay? But you are not required to do that. I want you to remember, you are not required to do that, okay? Question. This one is for the case of a narcissistic parent, but this can also fit in any situation. You know, I've known you since you were a kid, but you always seemed happy. You never said you were being abused. This can also apply to, I've known you guys since you got together, and you never said you were being abused. I can't, I don't understand why you're saying that now. Here's the answer. You're right, but you didn't see what happened behind closed doors, and I've learned that emotionally abused people tend to be hard to detect because they become desperate for love, and this is especially true with kids, and approval, and they are always on their best behavior at all times in order to win the love and affection of the abuser, which of course they rarely ever do. Question, I don't understand you. Your parents or your narcissist or your spouse or whatever did everything for you. You went without anything. You never went without anything. What, what was so bad? Answer. It's really common for narcissistic parents to provide their kids or for narcissistic partners to provide their kids with all the physical necessities and even often material possessions. But they don't do this out of love. They do this in order to be better than other people, other parents, other spouses, whatever. And while they're piling on the goodies, they are often starving their loved ones of basic kindness, 
gentleness, and understanding that we all need. They never experience a sense of unconditional love that some kids feel or that some adults feel, mostly kids, let's be honest, from their parents. And, you know, and again, if this is a situation with a narcissist in a relationship, you know, a, mar a, marid a marriage or a, you know, a dating relationship, you don't experience that sense of togetherness, that team sense that some people feel in marriage. So the sense of pride and approval of the narcissist begins to be what we seek entirely. Question, but why didn't you tell me sooner? Answer, to be honest, it's really not common for people to, you know, to go through emotional abuse and recognize it right away. According to my research, and you can tell them this is your research because here you are researching, it is because in order to get through the difficulties faced by people who are victims of narcissists, you have to create a certain sense of almost like a false reality to survive it. It might be in part due to the fact that most of us aren't able to understand what's happening to us while it's happening, and in some cases, don't even we don't even realize that what we're going through isn't normal. And kids and, and abused adults become unwilling conspirators for emotionally abusive people in their lives. And we help them hide their behavior without even realizing what we're doing. And then here's another question somebody can ask you. But, but your parents, your spouse, your boss always said such nice things about you. So how could they be abusive? That's partially because narcissists want everyone in their life to believe that every part of their lives are perfect. And because as the victim of a narcissist, you are seen as a simple extension of self from the narcissist. The narcissist sees you not as an individual, but as, as a person who is connected to them. So if they said something bad about you, in a sense, they might be saying something bad about themselves in their minds anyway, if that makes any sense. Now, of course, this can also come around to the narcissist now talking bad about you. When you've gone to the point of no contact, they might be like, well, you've never said anything bad about Joey before. Why are you talking bad about Joey now? Whoever Joey is, I just made that up. <laughs> My point is the narcissist uh, will then be on a smear campaign. And so anything you say can and will be used against you by the narcissist and anything you didn't say. All right. It's a common an unfortunate thing. All right, so those are some ways that you can explain going no contact with a narcissist to people who don't understand what you're dealing with. All right, now it's your turn and it is time for the question of the day. <laughs> Sorry, here it goes. Have you survived going no contact before? And if so, what did you say to people who asked you why you did what you did? Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comments below, my friend. You never know who you might help. All right. You could help a fellow survivor. You could save someone's life just by leaving a comment. It's worth it, isn't it? All right. I'd really love to know your thoughts on this one. Have a wonderful weekend. I am about to go look at my tulips in the front yard here. I'll try to remember to show you a picture of it right there <laughs> and tell me what you think. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hugs and love. See you soon. As always, thanks for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And hey, thanks for being a part of mine. It really means a lot to me. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world.
Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.